I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Today we're going to talk about four tactics to use when things go wrong. Well, this is really topical because we've tried, uh, I think, three times now to start this episode and things have gone wrong. This is literally the fourth <laughs> time we've tried to do this episode and I've messed it up every time. So fourth is the charm and that's what we're going to give you, four tactics. So let's jump right in. Well, first of all, we're, we're talking about on stage, right? Yeah, we're talking about, you know, if, uh, if someone gets lost in a tune, if uh, you get lost after a drum solo, or maybe someone calls one tune and the bass player starts playing something else, maybe you start playing something that not everybody else is playing. It happens to the best of us, um, but there are some things you can do to kind of bring it back. Yeah, and, and I mean, this should be happening sometimes. I don't want this to happen to any of you, but it should happen because we're improvising jazz musicians. This is not a classical concert where the program is set a year in advance and everyone has a listing of it and you have a librarian putting the music out. And even in those situations, things go wrong sometimes and you need to be able to deal with things. Yeah, totally. But I mean, when, when, when you're in a fluid situation as, it's, as it should be on a, on a fun jazz gig, stuff goes south sometimes. It's just the way of the world. So our number one thing to do is don't panic. Uh, this is good advice in life as yeah. well as in jazz. That's but right. I, don't, I can't tell you how many times I've seen, uh, you know, like at a jam session or something, a drummer might drop a beat during a drum solo or a four, yeah. and everybody loses their minds. Right, right. You know I, mean, I mean, physically you can see Physically it, yeah. you <laughs> can see them turn white and start to sweat. <laughs> and the audience knows something's wrong, but they don't know why because no one is counting the drum solos. You're right. the only no one's even listening. No <laughs> one really cares. No, but seriously, you, it's, it's not as bad as you think it is exactly. to, out, out, outside of the bandstand. Now, you don't want to get lost in the drum solo. Obviously, it's not a good thing, so you should feel a little alarm and be on alert, but the first thing is don't panic. Don't sweat it. Don't make the audience realize that something tragic has just happened because really nothing tragic has happened. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so the singer started singing Autumn Leaves in the wrong key. That will not be the last time. What is it, this... Wednesday night? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that will not be the last time that happens to you probably this month. So don't worry about it. Right. And I mean, when we think about uh, panic and not panicking, uh, what is the opposite of panic? That's being cool, right? Yeah, yeah. And when we think about, I mean, this is a little corny, but if we think about in the jazz world, the iconic, most cool character um, around this music ever is probably Miles Davis, totally. right? Yep. Um, and, you know, he, and he never panicked. Now, that's not to say that things didn't go wrong and that he didn't specifically play quote-unquote wrong notes. And he even had a concept and a quote, and I'm, I'm going to screw it up a little bit, but the, the, the general thing of what he was saying is, you can't play a wrong note. It all depends on what you play after. That's what decides if it was right or wrong. So if you're panicking, you're never going to be able to do that because you're staying, you, you play something wrong, something happens wrong, and you go into panic. You, don't, you're, you should be going into let me fix that, let me correct that, and that should be your whole persona. That's the way Miles was, and a lot of times when people would see him play, and we as musicians know, we're like, whoa, is that the right note? He wasn't panicking. He's like, that's the note it is. I'm going to play something now and make it right retroactively. I mean, it's almost, you know, people talk about Miles as like, you know, almost a Buddhist with this kind of thing because he wasn't, I mean, judging when things are, he, was, he would shoot you a look if it was wrong. But it right. He was a little judgy. He was but a little yeah, judgy. Yeah. No, but he wasn't judging the music. Right. You know, he would take the music as it came and then turn something beautiful out of that. And that's what your goal should be. Even mistakes are going to happen. So even if, if they do, you know, as, as you do with meditation and you, you, you thoughts come in or whatever, just accept them and then, you know, gently nudge it the other way. 
Right. So number two for our big tactics to use when things go south is to listen. So for some reason, the natural instinct, and I don't know if this goes back to like our caveman days or something in our <laughs> DNA, but our instinct when there's like a problem or danger or something is, well, I guess it does go back to that because it's like make some noise, do something, wave your arms around, <laughs> panic, basically. I know. My you wife know. always gives me a hard time because if anything is going wrong at our house, if the kids are screaming and the dogs yeah. outside and shouldn't be and the spaghetti just fell everywhere, I just kind of get in a ready position and start <laughs> right. trying to do things. And she's just like, just chill, all right, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think, you know, on the gig, even in a solo, whatever, um, as soon as you recognize that things are going wrong, stop playing. Because in order to listen, you have to stop, you That's know. Right. Uh, even if it's just for a quick second, but listen to what's going on around you so you can make an assessment as to how you're going to pull things together. Um, if you're playing, even if you're playing by yourself, a solo situation, you really have to like, you know, keep your ears open to see what the moment needs next. And you're not going to be able to do that. Now, you can't, I'm not saying freeze up and just like listen and turn white and like, you know, right. be scared. But listen to your surroundings. Don't close up. That's right. That takes us to number three which is to serve the music first. Right. So a lot of times... Music is best served on a cold platter, I've heard. <laughs> right. Okay. No, so what I mean by this is, you know, when things go wrong, it's human nature to, to address our own egos first and start assigning blame. That could all be done later and should right. be. And should be, right? You're going to want to blame the drummers and the singers, That's of right. course. Take names. Take and... names. No, uh, but... Before your ego gets into it, while the tune itself is actually still going on, while the, the chaos is happening, make sure that you're doing what's best for the music. And if that's, like you said, you know, not playing, if that is trying to help someone back in, you know, be humble with this and, and make sure that the audience and their, their uh, experience that it comes before you trying to save face on something you know what I mean like th this isn't about you this is about a greater thing you're part of a team you're a part of getting good art out there so uh, don't be a jerk and blame someone on stage in front of someone else I mean as pianists we can get this sometimes <laughs> yeah. you know, if someone comes in wrong or whatever and they look at us and we're like all right well, that's all right we get all the glory when we it get goes all the glory right. when it goes right <laughs> that's true but always make sure that that your first thought is what is best for the music in this situation i like that so we could actually add in that makes me think of a little 3.5 before we get to four okay which is which is when in distress assess Ooh, that's like that? good. That's, yeah, because you put know, that on a, on a bumper sticker. That's right. So if you like, I mean, what you're saying in terms of serving the music and, and what we talked about before in terms of listening, you know, you're in a distressful, stressful situation. You got to first kind of assess where you are so that you can serve the music. You got to yeah. assess, but you got to be thinking of the right thing. It's not about you. Don't try to cover your ass. Be confident. Totally. You know. Um, but that brings us to the real number four, and I think we could do another little bumper sticker if I can put this together quickly. Sure. You got it. And you got that, it. that is, um, when in doubt, lay out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> we were just going to say lay out, but really, when, when in, in doubt, doubt, lay out. And so when you're in, when things are going wrong, you're, you're, you know, you're in doubt. So lay out, even if, again, even if that's just for a second, but don't try to fix it. And now we are definitely to blame as pianists a lot of times because we've got the power to do that and kind of take over the whole band or the whole orchestra. But it's not even always right for us to do that. And, and a little bit of laying out by everyone can get your bearings right and then see how you're gonna hook back up. You know, and you know what, I feel like people are scared to do this because they feel like it makes them look less confident. But I actually, whenever I see this, I think, oh, that's a confident player. 
because they know that they're, they're off and they're trying to find themselves and they know the best thing to do for the music is to listen, to stop, to, they have doubts, they're going to, I mean, if Herbie Hancock does this, yeah. it's okay to do. I mean, Herbie in, in his autobiography talked about, about how he didn't, you know, at, at a certain point in Miles Davis' band, he didn't know what to play. And so Miles said, well, if you don't know, don't play anything. And he would. I mean, there's all those plug nickel recordings. He yeah. barely comps at all because he has no idea what to do with Wayne Shorter's, not no idea, but he's not yeah. confident about what to do with Wayne Shorter's changes. And it makes this really beautiful thing. And I don't think Herbie Hancock's any less of a musician no. for that at all. You know well, I, mean? I think that speaks to, to point number three, tactic number three with, of serving the music. I think there's an element of that, too. Right. I mean, think about, like, when we think about those recordings, um, what a big part of the sound and the openness by him laying out. Yeah, maybe it was because he was lost or didn't know what to play, but it's also a listening and let me serve the music. It doesn't need comping here. Yeah, comping could work, and that's my job, but let's, what, what is it if I lay out? Right. No, I think it's very important. And I mean, like, like, like all these things, it's, it's um, use your ears. That's, that's what's going to get you out of these stressful situations because you'll hear it. That's it for today's episode of You'll Hear It. We'll be back tomorrow, but if you need more information, you can go to youllhearit.com.